What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 178 of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. Joining me, as always, we have the mayor of Stardew Valley, Chris Montalbano. I'm not saying PlayStation's list was bad. I'm just saying it's equivalent to frozen pizza. We got the most degenerate squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. Play Citizen Sleeper. And we got the Ray Trace Durag, Madrid Devon. Get off your ass and play some Ring Fit Adventure. Joining us for the first time, I can't believe we've known you for this long and this is the first time you're joining us. We have James, a.k.a. Fade and 2 Gaming. What's going on? What's going on, you party animals? The PlayStation Plan, a trophy in assassinating support, is here with the Cheesy Podcast. We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about the PS5. We're going to be talking about... Fall guys, we're going to be talking about Resident Evil, and we're going to be talking about Microsoft delays. All right, so I guess we'll start off. Uh, Fade, why don't you introduce yourself to uh, introduce yourself to the uninitiated? Uh, all right, so uh, what's up, y'all? My name is Fade. Fade the gaming. Um, I like to pretty much. I'm a PlayStation Platinum trophying, fascinating stuff. For I like to play the games on the mm. hardest difficulty because um, I'm a madman and I like the type of pain. Hell yeah! So, so yeah, I've a couple of platinums. I've done Kingdom Hearts one and two on the critical mode. So, um, no cheesing at all. Um, but other, but I do variety. Also stream as well. Um, you know, play right now. I've been playing like Elder Ring, uh, trying to get back into Monster Hunter Rise, Tiny Tina, and uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. But I dabble in other games. So if y'all want to check me out, drop me a follow. I appreciate it. So, yeah, but yeah, nice. So Fade, Fuck yeah. you were saying you've been playing fourteen <coughs> and Elden Ring. And yes. for listeners of the podcast and Rise, so where are you at in those three games? Like, how far do you are you at? Like, how are you taking it? Yeah, so in Elden Ring, uh, I've actually gotten to Stormville Castle, but I've ventured around and uh, I did just instead of going through the story, <coughs> I've been, um, you know, I fought the. The Lady Knight, where you have to go. I forgot what it was, but I'm trying to get the little swords that appear when you cast a spell, and all the swords kind of like hover around you, and they just hold them all in. So yeah. I don't know. If, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to get right now. Oh yeah, the I, Virgil move. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. I fought the I fought the horse lady in the big pond where she shoots that big old bow and arrow at you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. I know. You yeah. Are. So. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm not trying to get it. Um, I haven't really decided what build I'm. I'm just going in. I might do like blood build, but been more like magic, like more of the magic. So that's what I've been on my route as right now. I chose the Vagabond uh, as my starting character. As for 14, um, I uh, right now I'm switching between if I want to choose like a tank or uh, for Paladin, been doing the Paladin. I've also been playing as the Dragoon, but I think once I get a little bit farther, I kind of want to try out the Red Mage and the Death Red and the Dark solid. Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, so I definitely want to dabble <clears throat> in that. I just got to the mansion, 
But uh, okay. yeah, so I just got the mansion dungeon right now. And then Wait, what level are you? I'm level thirty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know exactly what dungeon you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm still in the realm. That's a fun one. Yeah. I'm that still in the realm reborn. One. So yeah. <laughs> and uh Monster on the Rise. Nah. I can't really tell. Um, I think I'm like on the third story story arc. So, but I'm just slaying monsters and just having a good old time. So <laughs> nice. that's all that matters. That's know? all that matters. Oh yes. I do I do have one question because you you stated that you're like a platinum grinder. What is your favorite plat like your most prized platinum that you've gotten? So I think the most prized platinum has to probably be the Chain of Memories one. I am a big Kingdom Hearts fan. I mean, as you can, I kind of have the Sora's necklace on there. I forgot to have my Rockless Rockless necklace as well. Um, had that, I always wear that as well. Uh, Rox is pretty much my favorite character in the, all the series. Nice. So, but uh, I have played mostly all of them, and I'm ready for four. Bring it on, no more. Bring it on. So It'll just don't. A long, <laughs> yeah. long, time. long time. It's like you're ready, but you you know, as a Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts person, you know that you're gonna get it like 2030. Oh yes, I mean, hopefully we get it. Uh, hopefully we get it soon, but hey, on that's up to Nomura because he's he's also working on sixteen as well. So, well, yeah, no, Nomura's not on sixteen. Nomura's okay. working on seven remake. Okay. So those are the two big projects that Nomura's splitting his time between seven mm. remake and um, Virum Ricks. Oh, very much. <laughs> you, you can't tell me they're not doing anything with that. Oh, yeah. Heck, that's I probably the location of it all. Well, I still have to go back in Platinum 3, and I still haven't beat Yazor yet. So, I'm sorry, spoilers, but, uh, yeah. I think, He's, I think we're I mean, it's been out for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remind yeah, DLC is a few years old now. Right. But playing it on critical mode with the highest level, it's it's still kicking my butt. So, all right. So, That's what fair. platform are you playing Rise on? Uh, the Switch right now. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. looking for somebody to play on PC with me, just because mm-hmm. like I got it on PC and I don't think I could go back to playing it on Switch. <clears throat> mm. Just because it's 720p, 30 frames per second on Switch, and on my PC it's 4K 60. So oh snap, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and my PC is not even like the beefiest thing ever. It, mm-hmm. It's a few years old now, and but I mean, it's running Rise amazingly. So right, mm-hmm. going yeah, the into only... Sunbreak, I'm like, ugh. because I mean, I've been we kind of dipped back into Iceborne recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because uh, one of our friends, Radic by Nature, he um, he lost a lot of his save data towards the end of his P- PS4. Like, his <coughs> PS4 ended up dying on him, and he lost mm. a lot of save data. So, like, Neo 2, he lost all his Monster Hunter progress post-base world. So, he gotten back in and has replayed all of Iceborne and... Actually beat Fatalis, not Fatalis, um, Alatrion before me, so <sighs> kind of hurts, but you know, <laughs> that's crazy. But uh, so I see you have the disc-based PS5 in the back. Have you played any disc-based PS5 games? Because pretty the much, thick girl. Yeah, I got a nice little uh, collection right there, so. 
pretty point. much. So, yeah. Yeah, so, but do you did you go out and specifically get the disc base? Yeah, I did. I prefer. Okay. I'm I'm a console gamer. I can't. I don't really mess with PC, even though I do have a beefy PC. But I'm I'm mostly a console gamer. Um, yeah. Little little story. Uh, I think when GameStop was doing the uh, in store for like the one time during Christmas to battle the bots, my GameStop had was doing it, and I got there pretty quickly uh, when it was announced. And the crazy thing is, is that they had thirteen. They had 13 discs, 13 digital. The first five people in front of them all wanted digital. And the first and like the two people in front of me wanted discs. And I was able to get it. Of course, I had to pay a bundle. I had to pay a ransom's fee of a bundle. But that's fine. I had to do the same thing when I got my PS5 from GameStop. It was, I mean, it ended up being worth it, like getting an extra yes. controller and like what yes. was like $75 for gift card to buy a game for the playstation yes. i was like this is all technically worth it is it absolutely i'm glad i have the money to fork out for this but mm-hmm. like it was oh, a lot it was a lot it was, yeah I was like, God, <laughs> it's worth it though <laughs> shit went from 4.99 to like 750 real Oof. quick oh real quick real oh. fucking quick <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I got mine uh, launch day, like the day they uh, like did the PlayStation Five presentation where they showed the disc and the digital, and they were like, pre-orders were supposed to go live the next day, but mm-hmm. I saw on Twitter people with GameStop receipts saying that they had got PS Five pre-orders, so I just drove straight to GameStop and. Unluckily for me, but slightly luckily, uh, the person in front of me got the last disc one they had, so. My physical pre-order, I was like, you know, I'll just go digital because between my my original PS4, the disk drive just stopped working at one point. So mm-hmm. I just had to pretty much start going all digital with that. And then even into my PS4 Pro, there were only a handful of games that I got physically. And I was like, you know, I'm okay leaving behind Crash Team Racing, you know. I'll yeah, just get it on sale yeah. at some point, you know. I under. I completely understand that, but being like a, I, I think the reason why I really wanted the physical and I, I think is to keep that, not like game preservation or whatever, just like I have a bunch of old PS1, PS2 games and the feeling of going back and just popping those into like yes. the system themselves just like brings this nostalgia. So being able to continuously like have these games on my shelf that I'm like, yeah, I own that. That's that game that I physically went out. Like, games that I don't necessarily care about or, like, I'll play and I'll have them on my, in my disk drive, or not disk drive, but, like, hard drive or whatever, SSD now because the the consoles are fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have them, but, like, just there, there's, no. there, there's, yeah, there's something solid that I'm like, yeah, this game I, I wanted personally, physically, so I can see that this is mine. Yeah, and I mean, you guys know I like having a collection just from going into this generation. It just, (coughs) there's only been a couple instances where I wish I had a disc drive on my PS5, and it's been entirely Blu-rays. And I have enough other consoles laying around with... um, Is there a PS4 game that you had physically that you no longer can play? At this point, except for Crash Team Royal. Royal. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the original Persona, because that Persona 5 Royal, I, I don't think I go back to Persona. I don't think I go back to the original one, so... Right. Like, I have the, the one they gave us with PlayStation, but mm-hmm. and I think I bought a digital version of it anyway, but it's just Persona 5 Royal, and that's, like, my therapy game. So yeah. when I'm, like, really depressed, that's what I want to play, so I would have to boot up my fucking PlayStation 4 to do it, which isn't an issue because that's, like, where I watch Netflix and Hulu. Right, okay, so that's, <clears> like, <throat> it's still hooked up. Yeah, so or Promare, my one Blu-ray. oh man but yeah for me chris uh i went through my collection it's certain things like a couple sporadic games like Mm -hmm. the division one i just don't Mm -hmm. feel the need to rebuy the original division when i have why would you do that um crash team racing is one that i'm just like if I see it on sale for a decent price, I'll get it. But the thing is, nobody's really playing that. So there's not like, and I'm not yeah. motivated to go play it. So it's not a family. It's not a a family friendly car racer like Mario Kart. It really is. I like, sh- I feel like anybody can pick up Mario Kart and have a good time. Where Crash Stream Racing is like, we really need you to figure out these mechanics to get you going otherwise you're just going to be in last place so yeah i it's really nothing everything that i've had physically that i've had an urge to play since the ps5 came out i also either already had digitally or Mm -hmm. got on the sale good enough like assassin's creed black flag was one that I got like way early on in the PS4 generation that I just didn't have a digital copy of. But then one day I think it and like uh, the Freedom Cry DLC and everything was like five bucks. So I just scooped that up. And Might so, as well. Yeah. Oh, it's, I mean, speaking of that, Ubisoft is plus is going to was announced for coming to PlayStation. With their big announcement. Well, Ubisoft... Their big-ish announcement. Yeah, we want to get into the PlayStation Plus... Premium, extended, extra, Well, it's base, extra, and... um, Essential, extra, and premium. Yeah. Um, So we talked about this, and to be fair... I, when they originally announced that this is happening, I was like, look, this is not going to be for most people. Most people are going to stick to the base PlayStation Plus. Like, I don't see the need for a lot of people to upgrade. The library, I said the library wasn't going to be that big. I said PlayStation is not going to handle this well. And so far, in my opinion, they're not handling it super well. Like, right. Let's go. I mean, we're going to preface this by this isn't the complete list that they dropped. Okay. On their blog. It's not. But I feel like the first list you drop is kind of like uh this is the direction you gotta come we're out going strong. Yeah, well, set, you, you guys you set, the come out strong. set the tone. Well, you gotta put your you, best foot forward. I don't need I don't know if you need to come out strong because like maybe you end in strong and that's totally fine, but where where you start needs to be in the middle between what you show next and where you end and i feel like where they started should have been in the middle 
if that kind of makes sense of what I'm saying. Like, okay. They should have started semi-strong, shown something in the middle, and be like, here's some other things. And we're like, oh, yeah, but like the <clears> first <throat> thing they showed was cool and then ended like on a bang, right. some bangers. But like, the way they started like... was just like, all right, there's some of these things that I would definitely play, but like it's not worth the extra money to get yet. Yeah, nothing mm. they really showed, at least on the highest tier, is seems like it's worth it to me. I mean, and and I, I feel like they should at least be a few things in there to where you're like, okay, I this is worth getting in the beginning instead of waiting until like you know well, next year in the life cycle being like, oh, well, now that's how it looks acceptable. Well, that's the thing. There's like, I feel like everybody in here can look at that list and say, yeah, there's there's like at least three or four things I would play. Well, let's go over that, the list for listeners for people who aren't as like tuned in. So, basically, everything I'm going to list is on the extra and premium plan, so you don't necessarily need to get the highest tier. The highest tier, one of the main differences, is going to be the time trials. I thought that uh, the premium also came with the PS3 streaming. That's what I heard, too. Yeah, that's so the PS, we'll go over the And that PS3. was honestly, that was the strongest part. What they showed was like their PS3. No, but it no, was honestly the stuff, the PS4 and PS5 game catalog had. Yeah, the but I looked at that. Time. I looked at that list and I was like, I own half of this shit already. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, not every. Yeah, but this is outside of you. Yeah. This is for somebody like Madrid who isn't necessarily going to have all these games and might want to try some of these things. And I'm not quite a gaming crazy person yet. Right. So, and I mean, like, so for the PS4 and PS5 catalog, we got Alienation, Bloodborne, Concrete Genie, Days Gone, Dead Nation, Death Stranding, Demon Souls, Destruction All-Stars, Everybody's Golf, Ghost of Tsushima, Director's Cut, God of War... Gravity Rush 2, Gravity Rush Remastered, Horizon Zero Dawn, Infamous First Light, Infamous Second Sun, Knack, Little Big Planet 3, Loco Roco Remastered, Loco Roco 2 Remastered, Marvel Spider Man, Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales, Matterfall, Medieval, Patapon Remastered, Patapon 2 Remastered, Rezogun, Returnal, Shadow of the Colossus, Tearaway Unfolded, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, The Last of Us Left Behind, Until Dawn, Uncharted the Nathan Drake Collection, Uncharted 4 at the East End, Uncharted the Lost Legacy, and Wipeout Omega Collection. And that's just their first-party games that are going to be on this. And considering this has PS5 games, like the PS5 hasn't been out that long, but we're getting big games like Demon's Souls, Death Stranding Director's Cut, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, Miles Morales. This is something for somebody getting into the PlayStation ecosystem who didn't necessarily buy and play all these games. Like, because looking over this, I think the only game in this list that I don't already own in one way or another is Medieval. Yeah, but don't don't ever own it. I mean, I guess this would be the time if you got the essential or you got the the extra or the essential. Then play no, that well, game. Extra or premium. Essential extra, is just what we have right now. Oh right, the extra or premium. 
then and I'm going then you would go out of your way and play that game when it doesn't really yeah, cost you uh, any n- extra money that you already forked out. Right. I I mean, I'll probably add it to my library, but outside of that, like the quality of these games and the sheer amount, like Horizon Zero Dawn is a game that people are still like with Forbidden West doing as well as it's done, I've seen a lot more people starting to play the original Horizon. So Has it done well? Because the dev literally complained about it not doing well. Are you, are because you sure you're of not talking Ring. about Days Gone? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Horizon has gotten hoed with both their games. Mm-hmm. Like, they came out right before Breath of the Wild and right before Elden Ring. And They need to stop. They need to like. Well, no. See, but it wasn't. They delayed Horizon to when it came out, and then later, then after that, Bam Dynamco delayed Elden Ring into February. Yeah. So yeah. it was yeah. Kinda... February wasn't their original release date. Right. <laughs> That's true. Yep. So it that was just kind of like they've just kind of gotten bad luck as far as those things have gone. Yeah. And I mean, but it's also doing well. It's still in the top selling charts on PlayStation. It's just behind Elden Ring. Yeah. So I mean, I do, I do, I understand that. But being actually, this is this is a good thing. It it is it is a good thing. I can sit here and complain, be like, I mean, fuck, dude. I've had a PlayStation Four and I have a PlayStation Five now, and I've had time to grow this library that you are just showing on this list but that is very selfish of me to just go ahead and say yeah uh, and you, mean, what you're saying it is good for new people to come in who haven't had the time and maybe they had xbox last time and they decided to get ps5 this time and whatever the reason and they didn't have a chance to play all these other games and now they do for a set price that is cheaper than buying a game pass for you for a year so it is a good thing for these great games. And it I is mean, this just, is just it's just PS- anti. <clears throat> it's not actually. I wouldn't say it's anti. It's just it's mediocre to the PlayStation person who has had a PlayStation Four from the start, or even in even in the middle to now. Right. That's what I, I say. It's not a bad thing. It's just. This list looks mediocre because they're like, well, fuck, I already have all these things. Right. Yeah. Some of these people are like, I platinum these games already. And I'm not going to. Right. So okay. it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I do see what you're saying. And that is a very good thing for anybody who hasn't had a chance to buy these games or says, hey, I didn't necessarily care for Horizon Zero Dawn at all. Like me. I don't own either of those games. I didn't necessarily care for them because of how. Everybody I've seen who played those games, they say that's a great game, and then none of them ever beat it. And I was like, "Well, well this game maybe look it on screen. You can enjoy a game without beating it, right? Okay, I yes, that is also true. But to me, especially an open world game, like mm -hmm. you know, you just play for what it is. I think it is worth a play, though. Let me retract my last statement. Open world games don't necessarily. Right. Not everything on this list is for everybody. Like like Gravity Rush Remastered is one that I'll put out there of like, everybody should give it a try. 
because like I'm a big Gravity Rush fan, and I played Gravity Rush when it originally came out on the Vita, and then replayed Gravity Rush Remastered when it came out on PS4. And so that's kind of one of these hidden gems. And I mean, I get what you're saying, Chris, like, but this is just the first party offering yeah. that it, and so, I mean, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more, seven plus two more lists that are, the two lists we won't even really like. We'll get to those when we get to those, but that's that long list is just PlayStation Studios, PS4, and PS5 AAA games. Right. And so they also have, with third party, they have Ashen, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is one that I'm definitely going to claim day mm-hmm. one, like, because I've been yeah. wanting that game for a while just to, like, dabble around in, but I couldn't justify mm-hmm. paying the price that they've been asking for that game. Yeah. Uh, but Ashen, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Batman Arkham Knight, Celeste, which is great, City Skylines, Control Ultimate Edition, Dead Cells, Far Cry 3 Remastered, Far Cry 4, Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, For Honor, Hollow Knight, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So, Madrid, I know you were looking at that game. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, NBA 2K22, Outer Wilds, Red Dead Redemption 2, Resident Evil, Soul Calibur, wait, is it just, see, it just says Resident Evil, but I have a feeling that, (laughs) (laughs) first first in Resident uh... Evil, what? (laughs) Resident Evil with a drop down arrow, and then it's just, hmm. But yeah, uh, Soul Calibur 6, South Park, The Fractured But Whole, The Artful <laughs> Escape, The Crew 2, and Tom Clancy's The Division 1. So, hey, I can get a digital copy of The Division 1 when this program comes out. So, you know. Funny, it's like half of these games that are on this list, I already own. So that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, right. even for me, like looking at this, I have Control, I have Celeste, mm-hmm. I have Far Cry 4, I have Final Fantasy 15, I have For Honor, Hollow Knight. Like, I, I, like, this literally, re- I, sorry, I didn't. Resident Evil just has to be the remake of one. Yeah, but I mean, Seven's already part of the PlayStation Plus collection, and I think Eight just needs a little bit more time, and Eight will hit. The yeah, surface. I feel like Eight will oh, be yeah. well. Like also, Resident Evil was like what Resident Evil One and Zero came out for PlayStation Plus for free for a month one time. Yeah, and, and I mean, is on like, but a lot of these are at least some of these are. Um, are on PlayStation now. And I think this is, this is that list that is like some of these things that are on all of these lists are coming from PlayStation now. And they're like kind of just saying, Hey, these are also going to cross over into this. So you're not necessarily losing. If you like PlayStation now, you're not losing these games. Well, every, anybody who has PlayStation now next month, when this change gets implemented, they'll be upgraded all the way to the premium tier for free. Yeah, there was a lot of people who cheesed it and just bought like two years of PlayStation yeah. Now just to get this for. I saw that. Free. I thought about doing it, but I was. I'm still a little. Yeah. Shaking. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Considering like out of <laughs> all of these games, so this is all the PS4 and PS5 game, or close to all the PS4 and PS5 games they're going to have mm-hmm. at launch, and. Con- 
I have 90% of these, so this isn't the big selling point for someone like me. Right. Um, and now we're getting into the classic games. Uh, and this is where I said this when they announced it. I was like, these lists are going to be trash. Like, these lists are not... So are looking starting... at... This is original PlayStation and PSP games. From PlayStation Studios, they have Ape Escape, Hot Hot Shots Golf, IQ Intelligent Cube, uh, Jumping Flash, Siphon Filter, and Super Stardust Portable. And that Super Stardust Portable is the only PSP game that is coming out on this service at launch. And then looking at third party, they have Mr. Driller, Tekken 2, Worms World Party, and Worms Armageddon. So, I mean, the, I the said, Worms games are a good time, and yes. Tekken Two is a solid per, like game to put on this list. Mm-hmm. Tekken Three would have been the better pick. I, Bingo! <laughs> you're By not four. wrong. I was just trying to like, I don't, I don't no. know, add some. No, like, but let's okay, shit on it. Who the fuck decided to put Hot Shot Golf? That is a demo disc game for the PlayStation One. I don't know anybody. Who I have ever grown up with, who actually owned Hot Shot Golf and was outside of someone who for PS4. you actually had an like really the, yeah everybody I'm talking about PlayStation One oh no my PS I played the hell out of it on one of the like PlayStation Magazine demo discs mm-hmm. but that was it all right and so so like i said i knew going into this our ps1 and our psp collections would be bad i did not expect them to yeah. be this bad but this is like, where they really should have gone hard yeah but, that's what i'm saying there, there's no this, one on. thing on there that, that can justify it this the only thing that kind of justifies it only adds no. a glimmer of justification i'm choosing my words mm-hmm. wisely is that they will they did say if you owned PlayStation 1 classics back on the PlayStation 3 that will also be included in this. So if you who me I owned all Crash Bandicoots, all Resident Evil from 1, 2 and 3 all on the PlayStation 3 and a few other PlayStation classics that will all also be added to this. Uh so So you can't just play those now? No, because they don't love me now. So here's the thing with this. This isn't going don't back break, to please PS. Please don't break my heart. This isn't going back to PS3 or PSP. Uh, these will be available, like these specific games that we just talked about, will be available as individual downloads, which means they're bringing the like capability, even if you don't want to subscribe to these tiers, to buy yeah. any of these games a la carte. But it is not going back to your PlayStation 1 classic library, unfortunately. Because like I had Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I had, like you, Wait. all the Crash, all the Spyro. Like, the- it did. I could have sworn it said that. Are you really? Are you serious yeah, yeah. right now? I just read over the entire synopsis. This shit of- is fucking trash. <laughs> there we go. Let it right. fucking rip. Yeah, there you go. God All right. damn. So, oh, man. The ones that... And so now we're getting into the classic games catalog in the remaster section. And all of these games are available right now on PS4, PS5 as part of PS2 to PS4. Um... 
these are the games that if you already own them, they'll carry over. So Ape Escape 2, Ark the Lad, uh, Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, Fantavision, Hot Shots Tennis, Jack 2, Jack 3, Jack X Combat Racing, Jack and Daxter the Precursor Legacy, Rogue Galaxy, Siren, Wild Arms 3, Bioshock Remastered, Borderlands The Handsome Collection, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, Kingdoms of the Amalur Re-Reckoning, and Lego Harry Potter Collection. And all of these, so like I already have Bioshock Remastered, The Handsome Collection, Bulletstorm, and Kingdoms of Amalur. So (laughs) those will carry over for me, but yeah, once again, like I said, this is... Considering this is your representation of PS2 games, and it's a list of one, two, three, Bad. four, five, six, PlayStation seven, two have eight, bangers nine, on it. 10, 11, 12, 13 games from PlayStation Studios. Like there were even first party games. Like where is the Ratchet? I have a good, transi- I ha- I have is- a good transition. Oh yeah, speaking. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna. They added Ratchet. I saw Ratchet and Clank on this list. All the bad Ratchet and Clanks on this list that nobody ever wanted. But they don't have the good Ratchet and Clanks on this list. So that's getting into the PS. Ratchet and Clank games are there. There's so so many. They were not good outside of PlayStation 2. Once it hit PS, the PSP one once was okay. Once it hit PS3, it was not great. So. This is like all the games are on the PS3 list and I'll go through the PS3 list because there are actually two games on here that I want to play really bad and I'm going to get the premium tier just to play these two games. Um, so we have Crash Commando, Demon Souls, like the original PS3 one, Echo Chrome, Hot Shots Golf, Out of Bounds, Hot Shots Golf, World Invitational, Eco, Infamous 1 and 2, which... I'll replay those happily. Solid. Um, Infamous Festival of Blood, Loco Roco Coreco, which apparently was the PS3 Loco Roco game, Um, Motorstorm, Apocalypse, Motorstorm RC, Puppeteer, Rain, Ratchet & Clank, Quest for Booty, Ratchet & Clank, A Crack in Time, (laughs) Ratchet & Clank, Into the Nexus, uh, Resistance 3, which I'll actually dip into, uh, Super Stardust HD, Tokyo Jungle, When Vikings Attack. That's all the PlayStation Studios games. Third party, Azura's Wrath. Fuck yes, let's go. I want to play that game so bad I almost bought it on Xbox One, like through backwards compatibility, but I'd rather play it and get trophies. Um, they need to, for Resistance 3 to be on here, they need 1 and 2. For they you to really, understand <laughs> the fuckery they did for Resistance 3. They need to put 3. the Killzone trilogy on here like that is there's a lot that's what i'm saying like going into this we are just we're getting a pared down because there were a lot of good games like everyday shooter catherine like a lot of these games that were on playstation now that were like drawing people to that service that are just completely gone now so yeah, Azura's Wrath, Castlevania, Lord of Shadows 2, Devil May Cry HD Collection, Enslaved yeah. Odyssey to the West, Fuck Everything and Run, also known as Fear, um, Lost Planet 2, which is the other game I'm really excited for, because Lost Planet 2, like, 
uh, I have memories of playing it with Simulation End in high school. We would play the demo over and over and over and over and over again. And then by the time I got the full game, I just was like, eh. But now, <laughs> like, because all Lost Planet was was them trying to make a Monster Hunter game that appealed to Westerners by adding guns. So now, uh, as a huge Monster Hunter fan, I could definitely see myself playing a lot of Lost Planet 2. Uh, there's Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2 and Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare, which is kind of weird to not yeah. have base Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, I kind of found that a little weird. So why would they put Red Dead, like, the DLC or that DLC standalone? I found that a little weird myself. Yeah, like, and I mean, that's, with this list, like, being out there, uh, this is... It's there. Yeah, like, I saw a lot of conversations going on in the Discord, like, talking about, oh, um... It's not a good competitor for Game Pass. Like, I, while maybe in certain people in Sony's eyes, that's what this is. In my opinion, what this is is just a, like, expanded use for PlayStation Plus. Like, it's giving you a library of games. Some of these yeah, games are good. Yeah, but it costs more. So, yeah. like, I, I mean, I pay more for Game Pass, which is just xbox live gold with shit added to it so i expect the same thing from my premium playstation plus i mean this is just the beginning of the list you broke my soul when you said my (laughs) classics weren't gonna come over so i'm a little bit more bitter now yeah but I wish it would. Like, I have Mega Man uh, Legends. Like, I have so many PS1 oh, classics. There's like, no reason Vita. none of those should run on, like, a current PlayStation console. I shouldn't see Hotshot Golf on this list <laughs> as much as I do. I really should not see Farming Hotshot. Simulator on the first list you drop for what you're going to put on your... your Wait, like, where's yeah, Farming Simulator? Did I miss that? Yeah, you got to scroll down just a little bit more. Oh, you added so games regularly, blah blah blah. Right above that, uh, what you got this, the, so you time got limited the game time, trials. The game trials. So there is only one, two, three, four, five, six games that are getting <laughs> limited time trials. Uncharted: right. The Legacy of Thieves Collection, Horizon Forbidden West, Cyberpunk 2077, Farming Simulator 22, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, mm-hmm. and WWE 2K22. And I mean, like that list isn't the worst thing, but for yeah. like a two-hour chunk of those <clears throat> games, like, I, wait, is that all you get to play out of it? Yeah, you get to play two hours, and then if you buy the game, then you all your trophies and stuff, you like you can carry your progress over. But that's not giving you any of these games. It gives you a two-hour chunk of these games. And so, like, until something like crazy hits that tier, like, I don't, th- I don't foresee myself playing any of these except for maybe Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I would like to see Uncharted Legacy of Thieves, Horizon Forbidden West, to be in a tier where I can just already play the whole thing. Well, I would wait, like Chris, this. Don't you have? Uncharted 4? 
I don't have any of the Uncharted games. Oh, shit. Uh, well, so I got Legacy of Thieves collection for free because I got uh, the Lost Legacy on sale oh. a long time ago. And so it was just mm-hmm. like, it, I think it was like a $10 upgrade. And that yeah. got me both of the games native on PS5. And so for me, yeah. that's the, and I already own Cyberpunk. So those two are just like games that are already in my library, like the full game. So I wouldn't even be able to do the time trial for those. Yeah. And I, I understand Cyberpunk kind of being on this list. Cause you need two hours to really see if it's going to work, but I don't understand like tiny Tina's that's all good scenes. Like, uh, well, Fade, you were saying w- you were playing w- Tiny Tina. Is two hours yeah. enough to sell you or dissell you on that game? It, so the beginning is pretty... Uh, I wouldn't say two hours is enough to <laughs> do the intro. Now, the intro is pretty enough. They have the intro to the game. That's, that's pretty enticing because the intro is very funny about um with a... With a couple of people, Tiny Tina and the other two that are in there. Um, what is it? Wanda Sykes, I think. Wanda Sykes plays the robot. and um, But I don't think two hours would be enough to grab somebody's attention for Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Maybe through the first world, yeah, to see if you want to continue on. Because once you do get through the first world, that's when it opens up to like to the board. And that's when you can kind of like travel. But... I would say as long as you can get through the first world and fight the Dragon King, I think it is, then it's like, okay, is this worth $60? Yeah. I mean, I guess, and I guess Farming Simulator makes sense on this, but also Farming Simulator, me to me, like, just add that to, like, one of those fucking games that I get to play for however yeah. long. It's It's a farming simulator. You want to be... A simulator, you don't just play for two hours. You play for a long time, and I don't know if this game is big enough for people to be like, it It holds enough clout to to say, I don't deserve this just to be a part of your pers- subscription. I now have to pay $60 if I enjoyed the two hours. Well, and then WWE 2K22, I don't... Judging by this list, what I think is going to happen is the time trial games are just games that are a little bit too new to go into the, like, library of games that you'll be getting. But I think they, like, just judging by the games that are in the PS4 and PS5 library, I think that in the next six months, all of these games are going to end up in the collection. So, like, if you played the two-hour trial and you liked it, but you couldn't justify the $60... I think in six months, the full game will hit. Definitely. I would, as a company, state that if that is an opinion. Like, I know that is just an opinion. Like, you're saying that that's what you think. But I would be not. I would be perturbed if I bought a game for 60 and then six that I probably could have waited six months to buy. If it then went and I was able to play it for free. I'd be like, well, damn, I didn't need to buy farming simulator 22. I could have waited six months to play this game. There's so many bangers coming out right now. Well, I mean, look at that, that demon souls. That's solid. 
like yes. but all of the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut. Uh, it if you haven't Death played Ghost of Tsushima, play it. But all of these, that's what I'm saying. These games have had a, about six months. Like, I know there are people that bought Demon Souls like today. Has uh, Forbidden <laughs> West had six months? No, that's why it's in the time trials, and I think when Forbidden West hits six months after release, it's going to... Because looking at the PS5 first-party games that are on the service day one, they're all about six months... Like, the newest one is six months old. So that's why I see... Like Returnal, like a lot of us bought Returnal recently, and Returnal is just going to come to this service free. It is interesting that I don't see Ratchet and Clank. Did you say Rift Apart? Rift Apart's nowhere on this list at all in any way, shape, or form. That's weird to me. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it, but like I said... I didn't trust PlayStation to handle this well. Like, I'm a PlayStation fan. Like, Sony, Pony, whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, PlayStation, under its newer leadership, has just been making bad decisions. And I knew when they announced this that it would not be... I said it wouldn't be the full list from PlayStation now. It's not. I said we would get... Like an extremely small library of PS1 and PSP games. We got yeah. one PSP game. And there's there so many great. you could have added. Yes. They right. could have added uh they could have added some of the old classics like for PS1, Legend of Dragoon, Xenogears, yeah. the original Final Fantasy seven, yeah. eight. They could have done all that. Six. They could have even put the seven and eight like remasters, like the <laughs> PS4 native versions in this but one thing to note is there's like no square enix anywhere in this Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. like hoping but considering they're doing playstation studios who's in final fantasy 15 oh yeah but final fantasy 15 is kind of a holdover from the playstation plus collection because that's Uh, marvel's avengers Oh, not no. Avengers. Uh, Guardians. Guardians. That's Guardians not them anymore. That's Embracer now. It was them <laughs> when they were cutting the deal. Yeah, but I mean, we're not. It's not like we're. The Final Fantasy 15 is the only Final Fantasy now. on this list. And there are so many Final Fantasy games you can play on PlayStation. True. Speaking. I got a I got a transition for you. Speaking of games that are not on this list but are on something someone else's list, Konami is actually looking to uh give some love to the Silent Hill franchise, and one of those loves is a Silent Hill 2 remake. A is classic that the one from the PS2. Team is working on cuz last time we talked about this, all these allegedly yeah, all of these are allegedly, but we do know for a fact that Bloober Team is working on a Silent Hill game. And Chris will remember Bloober Team from such hit games as The Medium. <laughs> you suck. That game sucks. Oh, that very medium ass game? That was. <sighs> Here's my thing. Not even medium. I've it been was the like... one giving Konami the most Man. credit lately on because between Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel and what they're doing with eFootball and like 
they've gotten back into the game space. Like they did that free Bomberman game and there are rumors going around about Metal Gear. Well, I'll believe that when I see it, but for Silent Hill to be one of their bigger properties and the fact that they like these rumors have been popping up here and there. Now we're just starting to get them a lot more corroborated and there's a lot more information like floating around about them, but Mm -hmm. the, I will give the blooper team one thing, the character designs or the, or the monster designs and the medium weren't terrible. And if you have if you have something like Silent Hill Two that's already made out for you, you already got the storyline for you. So I mean, you don't have to write anything. You just kind of got to recreate. So, Chris, did you ever play Layers of Fear or the Blair Witch game? The Blair Witch game, I played a little bit of it. It didn't intrigue me. I'm not into like the mid. Yeah, I'm not into the running high. I mean, Outlast, Outlast Two. Those are those kind of survival horror games aren't my thing. Okay. Well, yeah, Most I'm just looking good. at so Bloober Team's history is Layers of Fear, Layers of Fear Two, Blair Witch, Observer System Redux, and the Medium. That's their track record of games. Observer was pretty good. Yeah, I think this was just someone like said they their keep feeling forward. I don't think they originally yes. made Observer. I think they just ported it to current gen. Which? Well. I never really played the medium. Never really. I, yeah. yeah, it was on Game Pass, and I just, like, I tried it out, and it just, I, I no, don't know. The, like, the feel of it just did, it didn't feel good, like, Gameplay wise, the movement of the character didn't feel good. Like the story was okay. It was kind of intriguing, which I mean, the story of a survival horror game, unless you're Silent Hill, normally isn't good. Like Resident Evil story is yes. ass and always has been since PlayStation 1. But like, I'm gonna is say this right one now, one of the most popular. That storyline is actually amazing. And which one give it cre- enough credit? No, if you go line. deep into it, I'm it's talking amazing. If you go base, it's amazing on talking, every level. No, if you're talking base one, two, and three. Oh yeah, no, all of it. And if you it. don't go back into like, if you, okay, if you read all of the documents, but if you're solely looking at like medium, isn't something I was going to like go into into like reading everything and doing all that. If you read all the documents in Resident Evil and you understand, like, it was a fucking white elitist trying to make a bioweaponry to start a war and sell to other countries, and this is the reason why they were doing it, and their plan failed, and the guy got betrayed throughout of his mansion, and this fucking blonde-haired dude who was working for the cops in Raccoon City was actually behind it the whole time, and go and so on and so forth and then that's resident evil one where he betrays you and they're making super dope bioweapons and if you go into resident evil yeah it's cool but if you're like i'm talking base anybody who's just like i'm watching cutscenes and this doesn't make sense this dude just no that's what i'm talking about it's amazing the (sighs) it's like every it's like it's like all the greatest 80s horrors movies it's campy as hell it's stupid as shit (laughs) like it's amazing it's All right, amazing. that's fair. One girl did almost get 
Jill almost got sandwich. Come on, come on. And the guy literally said, "You almost became a Jill sandwich," and that's ten out of ten writing right there. Ten out of ten. Chris, I will say this though: Resident Evil Eight, how it intertwines with the Spencer Mansion when you go near the end and you find out, you know that Resident Evil. Right. Resident but, Evil uh, is a masterpiece. Yes. I will say Resident Evil A. I I was I really enjoy Resident Evil A. I know a lot of people don't give a give a you know rat's ass about six. Hates, so I hate six. Six doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Oh no, six is like the worst sequel. Yes. So Chris, um while we're on the Resident Evil thing, a story I heard today. Um, so you know how Dead by Daylight has had Silent Hill and Resident Evil crossovers? Mm-hmm. They're getting another Resident Evil crossover because actually the last time they did a Resident Evil crossover, it was so popular, they broke their concurrent player record because of the Resident sense. Evil content. And so now mm-hmm. they're doing one where they're introducing Wesker as an enemy. And so... Mm-hmm. That's We're gonna not... be broken. Wesker is a literal yes. broken <laughs> monster. Oh yes. four. <laughs> yeah, four, man. Teleport. He was a monster in four. <laughs> oh, well, five. Wait, was he? He was a yeah. He was a monster. Yeah, was he literally could teleport. Yes. I I I think they're gonna nerf him. I don't think it's why gonna be a one to one translation. Why did he teleport? The man was straight up go like if you ever watched a Dragon Ball Z anime, which I'm pretty sure most of us have never heard of it the man like was one of the fighting scenes like he was they did the lines and he was like here and then here and then he like okay what what about the what about being a zombie can make him teleport he wasn't a zombie or a virus his blood and his dna was so perfect for this bullshit virus no, that he it just made him superhuman virus yep. to make it right for his DNA. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is years he, of self-experimentation right here. Yes. He experimented on enough humans that the virus worked for him and made him a superhuman. That he was then going to distribute through the entire world He's until he got thrown into a vio- uh, until he got thrown into a volcano and got blown away through, by two rocket launchers. <laughs> yeah, through overkill, Hold on, I'm got at a... shot with two rocket launchers at the end of the game. Five was a fucking masterpiece yes, because I agree. it was so ridiculous. Got to punch them boulders. Oh, yes, took, that boulder punching. It, it took four, which was trying to be innovative and creative, and just said, let's be ridiculous as fuck. No, four was, that's what four did. Four was like, hey, we're going to actually play this as a, 80s B movie. Yeah. And then five was like, we can top that with boulder punching. Whoever thought, of that, B whoever thought of that idea, God bless them. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ridiculous off the wall games, Fall Guys is going free to play and it's getting uh, cross play and cross progression. It's finally doing the I actually missed that. And game. it's coming to Xbox and Switch? Yeah, it's coming yeah, to Xbox. I, have, I, I legitimately missed that game. That game was a good PS5. time. It's that was a good game. Honestly, yes. about, about fucking time. Uh, yes. I think I'm still I mean, soft yes. banned from that game, which is really weird. I remember for the it shouldn't have been cheating. Ep- is it the same soft ban I have from <laughs> Fortnite? That's. No, you shouldn't have been cheating. Your Epic Game account got hacked, Chris. I'm still. Oh, gosh. 
But like, so my Epic Games account, I load up Rocket League, everything's fine. I load up Fortnite, I load up everything's Rocket League. fine. I load up um, just Fortnite. Fortnite, Epic won't let me play Fortnite on PC. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but, but I Epic have all of my accounts. Like my Epic account is connected to my Xbox and my PlayStation, and they haven't said shit about that. Yet, yet. <laughs> but uh, it's been years. Like Fall Guys, I remember playing a lot when it originally came out, and then mm. I tried to play with the Rupees for their hundredth uh, episode stream, and I loaded up the game, and it's like there's an error with your Epic account. I'm like, that's really weird. So what I'm hoping is, and I actually updated the launcher because they changed their launcher for the PS4 version. So it's just kind of like a free transition over. And even with the new launcher, it still won't let me play Fall Guys. So hopefully with the PS5 native version or the Switch version or something, hopefully with some version of this game, I'll be able to play again because like I legitimately enjoyed playing that game. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was literally just was like we played every map so many times that it was like, yeah, okay. but I mean, over, they, but... they're on season six. We played before the season one, so damn, Dang. we quit fast, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think I don't think I even lasted season two. <laughs> but I mean, like I remember, I got the ninja skin in the game because it, yeah. it was in like the item shop one day. I was like, you know, I'll play as ninja. And I didn't get. I thought the near stuff would just be a permanent addition to the game. But it's uh, one of the things that rotates in the item shop. So hopefully they bring the near crossover back sometime in the near future. Huh? Damn. <laughs> Solid. Um, but yeah, they're adding a level editor. It's going free to play, cross play, cross progression, coming to Xbox, getting a native PS5 version, uh, mm-hmm. coming to Switch. Because they announced it was coming to Xbox and Switch and kept delaying and delaying and delaying. And, like, people were speculating it's because they're trying to get cross-progression. It's because they're trying to go free-to-play. And, I mean, all that speculation was right. And I think this is a great opportunity for the game because considering how much success Rocket League has seen since being bought by Epic and going free-to-play and having cross-play and cross-progression... Like, it's really helped Rocket League, so I could see it really helping Fall Guys. And that level editor. And private matches, so we'll be able to just get a bunch of people that we know together on whatever platform they want to play on and really just have, like, community game nights with Fall Guys, and I could see that being a lot of fun. You know, everybody in the Discord all cursing each other out. Yeah. yeah, having Fall Guys back is about to be a good time. Oh yeah, especially with um, yeah. like uh the the char- not the character creation, the level creation. Yeah, like people are going to make some truly evil stages, and I'm slightly interested. I mean, if it has half the shit that like Mario Maker has, people are monsters out there. Mm-hmm. I think you should like play. Fall Guys in this current state to see the tool set they'll be working with. Because, like, 
the time after everybody was really playing where I hopped in, like some mm. of the newer, like there are already some really diabolical things going on in that game. Speaking of diabolical games, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I tried there. Uh, Microsoft. I'm really about to get called a Sony pony over this story. I'm sorry, but uh, Microsoft has delayed Redfall and Starfield, which were their two big 2022 tentpole games. We had I only a- kind of care about one of those games. Here's the thing. And only care about a character. In one of those games. Yeah. I mean, I remember all of us cared about the character in Redfall during yeah. Xbox's E3 presentation last year. And we were all, like, interested in the potential. I mean, I do legitimately want to play Redfall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's here's why I'm about to get called a Sony pony. Because, like, I really think I'm at the end of my rope with Xbox and, like, they keep buying studios, and they keep not putting out games. It has been, like, five-plus years now of Microsoft, like, buying and buying and buying and buying and not... They have enough studios that they could put out a game a month for a year, and they're not... Like, they had two <coughs> major titles that they had deadlines to hit and just can't hit those deadlines. And I understand COVID... My problem with Xbox, like, quality subjective. Like, in my opinion, PlayStation puts out better games. But quality is subjective. My problem with Xbox is quantity. They have not had quantity. So, wait. I'm sorry. There are two big games that were supposed to be coming out that were published by Bethesda. They just got Bethesda in fucking 2021. Yeah, that's not that's a, not five years ago, and it takes a very long time to really build a game. I mean, how many times was twenty seventy? Yeah, but seven? here's the thing: like, you don't have. But to, also, like, you don't have to announce a date when you announce a game because all of these dates have been wrong. And then there, wait, Red yeah, Hall but didn't every how many times it like, announced a window? Summer twenty twenty two was what they announced. Yeah. But also, here's my thing. And with Starfield, Starfield specifically, also... with Starfield specifically, the thing about it is these are specifically Bethesda games. And let's be 100 here. Specifically, Starfield has to be good. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing about it is like the Starfield getting delayed isn't about Xbox, it's about Bethesda. Yeah. Because Bethesda really needs to drop an actual good game. Mm hmm. Like seventies, like you can't just port Skyrim forever. Yep, that's true. Like, <laughs> yeah, they ran out of shit to port it on. <laughs> <laughs> or right? it's already on your fridge. It's in your Alexa. Like, they're still they're working on the TI eighty three. You know what? You know it's already on the TI eighty four. It's it's the new it's the new can it run Doom. Can we get this bitch to run Skyrim? So Starfield getting delayed, I'm fine with that because Bethesda needs the win. Bethesda needs to win more than Microsoft because Xbox has been steadily feeding me games through Game Pass all year. Well, how many of those have been first party? I don't give a Zero. fuck. I, mean, I don't give a fuck. The price, and also this is the thing about it is, the Xbox price, I'm getting all these games and I'm still paying less than I would pay for a single PlayStation game. 
That's true. Like value wise, Xbox doesn't necessarily I, care about I, that. They're I on the Game never, Pass. I've never said that Game Pass is not a good deal. It is. I mean, that's basically the, what, Xbox, that's what Xbox is selling. Xbox is that they're they have so many first party teams. They bought all of Zenimax. Zenimax is uh, Bethesda, <laughs> but also all half of them are directly though. under. Like half of their titles still had like. They bought also half of these studios halfway through an already established development cycle. Half of these studios have been, had to finish what they were already working on to stop and this then make the another same game. Same excuse that Xbox has been giving us year after year after year after year after year. Literally, I'm, no, it hasn't. It like, has. I think when you have, I really do. I you start you preface this by saying I'm going to be a Sony pony. You are literally being a Sony pony. Anybody in the because world, Xbox any game developer right now could say, I am, I am Xbox, I think going it's more to push the out no. the game. Once your AAA games and no, Microsoft, that's I, not. But, Microsoft Game Studios is a AAA publisher. At the end of the day, they are. But Microsoft Game Studios, their publishing division, the same way PlayStation has PlayStation Studios, throughout the entire of the entirety of the Xbox One generation and the entirety of this current generation has had fewer in quantity. This is a number that we can look at that is not subjective. This is not like personal preference. This is not... It doesn't... Yes, they put out Halo. They put out Forza. They put out Gears. They put out Flight Simulator. They put out... Psychonauts, too. But at the end of the, mm. yeah, at the, even with all of that, they still have fewer first party titles despite having more studios at this point. PlayStation has been consistent about taking its teams that it owns and actually putting games out. And Microsoft has all through the Xbox One generation, all through this current generation, yes, they have had some games, but they have not had the amount of games that they have the amount of studios to produce. They have bigger studios. They have more manpower. They have more money. They have more resources, and they still can't put out the quantity of games they keep spending money on studios and buying developers and buying publishers and doing all these things but my problem is they are still not putting out games and they were bold enough like okay I so my thing is how are they supposed to put out the games when is the when is the dev team that's making right. the games they can't put a gun to their head drop that shit and then they drop yeah, the then shit we, and then we're scrutinizing <laughs> xbox you for like let the shit cook you have to wait on good food. Yeah. Now, yeah, will the I'm, food come? We're going to find out eventually. We get nothing but fucking time. I mean, uh, I mean, the inevitable heat death of the universe is inching closer and closer as we like. But but are you thing, ta- are you talking about specifically Xbox Series X? Or are you talking about the last generation as well? I'm and are you talking about, about PS5? Yes, PS4 and PS5, PlayStation Studios versus Xbox One and Xbox Series, and fuck it, PC, Microsoft Game Studios. The quantity is lower. Period. In my opinion, subjective, people can completely disagree with me on this. The quality is better on the PlayStation side, but even if the quality were the exact same, I mean, even we're if going the quality into the... were the exact same, the quantity is lower despite having 
quantity more studios and more developers and more money and more resources and like yeah they realized too many games were coming out so they're buying studios and telling them to chill that way there's less games in the ecosystem yeah, you're getting, giving us more time to play games i really you, don't you just don't see the bigger picture getting, anton getting mad i like the thing yeah, were you gonna play those uh, games anyway uh, yeah i just like no i don't understand but, that why you're getting they don't upset. need me like that the thing is the, the reason i'm getting upset is because for years at this point every single e3 it'll be like next year will be great next year will be great next year will be great we haven't even fucking made it to this year's e3 and they pushed all the shit from last year's e3 to next year so like i feel like no we have COVID, watched buddy. we have watched the last since we've all come together as a Jesus Controller podcast, we have watched consistently watched Xbox and they have dropped some okay things, but it really wasn't until Halo Infinite dropped that we were like, okay, Xbox right. actually dropped something. But we have consistently watched every single their E3 and we've been like, it wasn't it. Damn, that was meh. It that's not it. And then now they're recently, after currently buying shit, currently getting with Bethesda, currently getting with Activision Blizzard, currently like buying up the all these small studios that they're going to be making something. Now they're like showing things and it has to be pushed out. And that's fucking okay. Every dev says, I have to push this out. And most nine times out of ten, we're all like, you know what? You do your thing. Don't let Crunch kill you. Like, make that thing sweet. Dude, take your time, man. Whatever. But you, right now, are saying Xbox really needs to drop something, and fuck that. Like, they got to do it now because it's 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 about time. Because like, it's no. do or die. At the end like, of the day, no. Fuck we're that. Literally... Like, at the end of the day, the, do or die to, that rich. The, the devs need to take... If Microsoft has a lot of money. They're going to pour their money into these games. If the devs need to take their time to make these games good and not kill themselves at the same time, fucking do it. That's all. I mean, that at the end of the day, that's what matters. Like the devs not killing themselves to make a good quality game, and hopefully, it's a good quality game. We have no idea. For Xbox' sake, it needs to be a good quality game. But if they take need to take their time so they can live their lives and also make these video games, I'm here for it. Insomniac doesn't also, crunch. Think, think about how many games we've gotten out of Insomniac in the past five what, years. Two? two in a fucking DLC. No, we got original Spider-Man. They rebuilt Spider-Man for Spider-Man Remastered. We got Miles Morales. We got Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Like, yeah, Miles Morales is a DLC. No, and my, rebuilding Chris, from have the, you played Miles Morales? Yeah, you when you played it, said it was short and sweet. It's a DLC. It's an eight-hour campaign. I mean, campaign. I'm not defending we, like, we can try to like boast up and have rose-colored glasses right now in this conversation. But what I'm saying, back then when you actually played it, you said it was a DLC. It's short and sweet. Is it no, great? I yeah, never said that game was a DLC. I never said that Miles Morales was a DLC. Miles Is Morales it not a DLC. No, it's not. It's a full fucking game. It's coming. It's to a the lost place. legacy. It's as so long as Spider-Man One. So this spin-off. is Spider-Man it's shorter, Two, but it's the same thing of it's a length of the campaign of Gears Five. 
So it's not like the fucking biggest, most expansive thing like they've ever put out, but it is a solid, like open world, like quality game. Like I'm really, I don't know. For me, honestly, yes, go ahead. Like, I will say this part of this is the type of games their studios. A lot of the studios they have are putting out. They're not putting out though. Like for example, Wasteland Three came out last year. That's a really good ARPG. It's just part of it is like they don't have studios making those types of games, so they end up flying under our radars. But are you talking about like your cookie cutter PlayStation games. No, I'm talking about uh, the games Microsoft's, the the studios they have, the games they develop. Those are not games that I see most of us talking about in the first place. Fair enough. Okay, but let's look. 2021 was their best year in years. Like, I literally scrolled through every single game published by Microsoft ever. 2021 was their strongest year. Microsoft Flight Simulator, Psychonauts 2, Age of Empires 4, Forza Horizon 5, Halo Infinite. That's five games. 2022, they have, the only thing they have announced for this year is Grounded. Man, it it fucking is what it is. I mean, in my opinion, Anton's not wrong. I just don't see it as the severity that he does. Like, Game Pass has been feeding me games enough that it's like, like, yeah, and that's great. Like, I I stand by like Game Pass is a great deal. Game Pass will get you a a lot of quality titles, mostly third party. Because if we're being honest, Jalen, the majority of what you've played on Game Pass has not been first party. I mean, I'm going to be 100 here. The majority of what I play in general is third party. Right. That's true. The most uh, majority of what all of us play is third party. Right. But there are there are more PlayStation first party games that like we had Spider Man, we had Ghost of Tsushima. Like Chris, I know for whatever reason you just don't like Horizon, but I have to put Horizon in this list. Like there, we. I just haven't played it. I didn't say I like. Didn't like. I just haven't played it. Yeah, but anytime I try and make an argument and use Horizon as part of that argument, you're like, but Horizon... Don't (laughs) add Horizon into fucking, like... But, I mean, it's a triple-A, first-party, Sony-like game. Horizon's a banger. It's not the same thing that we've gotten from Guerrilla. Like, Guerrilla completely reinvented themselves from the Killzone studio with Horizon. And that's... My thing... Xbox really needs to shit or get off the pot. And PlayStation has had moments I, like that in last generation shitting. as well. I they're shitting in a different way. Severe. I really think with Game they're Pass, I really do think Game them. Pass is enough. They're constipated. Yeah. Damn. I'm sorry. They came up with a business model that's making them motherfucking money. Mm. Right. The, the thing with Xbox, I, they're been, doing shit on the peripherals outside of dropping games, they're working on accessibility. They're coming up with a fucking streaming device so you can play Game Pass on anything. You can play it on your fucking TV. They're like, making those I mean, other moves instead ex- of just dropping accessibility games. devices so people who have are like with disabilities can play games 
Yeah, and I'm not saying easily. any of that is bad. I, all but I'm also, I know what you're saying is they don't have first-party games. But with that, they have other means of income and what they are giving to the Xbox community who love Xbox. That are making people who have an Xbox happy. Or PC, if you have Game Pass Ultimate. I like I listen to both the Xbox podcasts I listen to for this week and e- the fact that even Xbox podcasts are saying the same thing that I'm saying cuz I listen to the kind of funny X cast every week and I listen to Defining Duke every week and between both those podcasts two of the biggest Xbox podcasts in existence both of them are saying that like Microsoft like Sure, like, give developers the time they need. Don't make them crunch COVID. All of these things. Yes, all of these are fair things. But at the end of the day, the output that they are, like, and they're saying that Game Pass, like, if Microsoft, because this fall, when we, like, uh, when we are allegedly getting God of War Ragnarok, there is not going to be. It's just not coming out. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's gonna get right. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, all gaming like, fucking release dates are capped. Like, yeah, so let's be honest. Every game. That's why they actually, haven't said. Can you name a AAA game that's come out in the past three years that didn't get delayed? <laughs> I could probably think of one if I really went into my library and looked, but no. Uh, wait, Miles Morales didn't get delayed. Fucking DLC. Demon Souls <laughs> remake didn't get delayed. I don't consider. I don't consider Spider. She was probably almost finished Morales. when they announced it. I was saying. Say I don't. I don't consider Miles Morales. I don't consider Miles Morales DLC. I consider a standalone game. Maybe yeah. it's like a maybe an expansion at best. I wouldn't that, call yeah. it a, a DLC, but it's not an expansion on the same level as fucking Endwalker or Shadowbringers is an expansion. Because that's a whole other game, Chris. (laughs) I'm just saying, I didn't want to say expansion and then Anton be like, well, Endwalker's an expansion and you said that's a whole game. I'm like, no. Let me be clear. I think if you were to play Miles Morales, because Miles Morales has a complete plot, it has, it's not like it's just re. Like it's the only thing it's reusing from Spider-Man PS4. I'm be honest, I brought up the DLC thing just to push buttons the last time. But yeah, this this will continue. This has been my problem with Xbox. This will continue to be my problem with Xbox. Is they keep buying these studios. They have this enormous first-party stable of developers, and they're just not putting out games. And as a See, game, my thing is, I don't understand how you can just put out a game without yeah. going through developing it. It's not like they can pull it out of their ass. It's not like there's a game just in the chamber. It was different if there's games that are finished that they're just not releasing. That's one thing. But if the shit's not done, it's just not done. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they're not announcing shit. I mean, they've announced it. Shit got pushed back. I mean, that's they should probably be announcing less games. And then also remember, some I'll of these studios that. were were bought in the middle of their already development contract. Look at Arcane. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Arcane yeah. was working on a PS5 game when they got bought. Right. And I mean, yeah. th- that will help. <laughs> yeah. Two, actually, no. two PS5 games. No, Arcane two was PS5 only games. working on one. Uh, 
Tango game works is working. So like Bethesda under the Bethesda umbrella, oh, yeah, two PS five games, but both same and shit. hopefully Deathloop comes to Game Pass. Hopefully it's only a one year exclusivity, so Xbox has something this fall. That just as far as like the thing that sells consoles, and I know services is a growing part of this, but the thing that sells consoles is games. And that's why for it was well, why is the Xbox Series S selling like crazy? Because it's cheap. And it, well, it's a game pass. Well, box. so you're saying it being cheap is selling is selling a console? Because that's something outside of games that's selling a console. Wait, how much is the Series S compared to the digital version of the PS5? Is it like two ninety nine? Like three hundred? I thought it was like two ninety nine or something. Yeah. Three hundred. It's three hundred for the Series S, four hundred for the digital PS Five, five hundred for the Series X or the disc PS Five. But Jesus Christ, there right. sounds yeah. like they're not struggling to me. Plus, the uh, Series it's S a little bit more Switch. easier. You can find the Series S a little bit more easier than you can yep. the Series X in the PS Five. So yeah, I mean that. Whilst that availability, that will move a console as well. Oh yeah, yeah, but like. Well, that is true, but if people don't see value in spending $300 on a console, that doesn't, I mean, like, if there's no value there from what is being expressed currently, then they wouldn't spend $300 on it. They would just save save $100 more, wait until the PS5 digital version is available, and just buy it then when the value is better yeah and i mean with the playstation plus collection like with the updates that are coming to playstation plus not fucking worth it yeah i mean we we already all somebody who doesn't own uh, any consoles and is going into the new generation and they have the option and let's disc let's cancel out the cheap versions let's Keep it at the exact same price point. You can get a PS5 with the list of games like The Last of Us, like the Uncharted Collection with Spider-Man, with Ghost of Tsushima, with Death Stranding, with all these PlayStation first-party games, because that's the thing. Like, PlayStation Studios has been putting out games. Yeah, but at the same time, all those games came on the PS4, and if you're just now buying a console for the first time, you're probably 13 or 10. If you're like a grown ass human being buying a console, you probably haven't owned a PS4 who played all those games. All those games were on PS4. I think it's like what, like maybe a handful of games that are on the exclusive to the PS5, like Returnal, Demon Souls, and uh, Ratchet and Clank. Those are like what, and then maybe Grand Turismo. No, no Grand Turismo is cross. So three games are exclusive to the PS5. So you. More than likely played all these PS4 games because PS4 is the obvious console to own for last generation. So that deal, but like at the end of the day, nerd talk, and he completely skipped last generation. He didn't play anything on PS4 or Xbox One, and so somebody like him, where you're coming into this generation, you can either get the PS5 with the PlayStation Plus Premium or you can get an Xbox Series X with Game Pass Ultimate and you look at the 2022 slate of games because this fall 
even if we don't get God of War Ragnarok, we've already had PlayStation Studios releases for this year. <laughs> and Xbox hasn't. And so when you look at the of it, like the catalog of games, you and this is just like me trying to be new like I'm trying to not bring the quality of the games into this because quality is subjective. Just looking at pure quantity, just down to the numbers, not review scores, not player bases, not any of these things. We are still getting more games out of PlayStation with fewer developers, fewer studios than we are getting out of Xbox. Oh, I can tell Jalen's doing some research right now. gonna be good but i don't i don't necessarily want to argue this anymore we always do this playstation xbox back and forth yeah and i mean i, I understand I, I where I you're coming i do I think, today i was like this is going to just be framed as me being a playstation fanboy but it's at like the end of the day you a are have a point critique. though you do have a point right but yeah, i was gonna say you have a point no he does he he has a point but then also, does he? I mean, he, he does have a point. And, okay. Yeah. I was waiting no, for the he twist. He does have a point. I just don't think it's as. I. It's one of those things where it's like at the end of the day, Sony has been better about keeping a steady supply of like the big first party, yada, yeah, yada, yada. Well, Microsoft has done studio, better okay. with the with an influx of your smaller titles like you're getting something smaller and interesting every single month. Like Chinatown detective agency citizen sleeper is amazing tunic. I'm pro- I'm going to be singing his praises all year. Right. And I mean, it seems like I, every I, I two weeks unpacking, I get something new. I think unpacking hmm? is on game pass and I just willingly bought that on PlayStation. Like, so I'm not saying I like most of these, like PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch all have their own indie initiatives, and they all each have indies that you can can play on some, but can't play on the others, or they're coming at a later date or stuff like that. Like, like Hades was exclusive to PC and Switch for a while before it came to Xbox and PlayStation. So, like, and yeah, for those smaller things, it really is up to whatever your preference is. But then when you step into like next year is probably going to be crazy because we're probably going to get God of War, Breath of the Wild two, and Starfield in over the within the one calendar year, and I mean that is like big AAA game you can't play on any of our competitors. This is a big first party game that's going to be selling consoles, and I mean, but that's next year. I'm just saying that Xbox has a serious problem with this year for because like Jalen's a lot more open minded and I, like I'm a lot more open minded with like trying out smaller indie things that I hear good things about than the average consumer. Like the average person isn't get buying or playing as many indie games because like well, we're in games, well that's that actually once not you true. Add Game Pass it. Yeah, Game Pass has raged people's like ability 
and interest to play games that they've never played or never thought they would have interest in play. They even released numbers saying that indie developers are now making like three figures more than they were because of Game Pass. Right, and but I mean, so, so that but we were also getting statistics like that out of the Epic Game Store because the Epic Game Store was literally funding game indie game development. So like games would have been right. announced. It's like, hey, it's coming to PC, and it's like, okay, well, we'll fund your game to, for you to bring it to the Epic Game Store. Like I'm sure Supergiant for Hades as a prime example, I'm sure Supergiant recouped a lot of its development costs before the game even fully released because they brought the early access exclusively for like the first year to the Epic Game Store. So yeah, like the and there are more ways for more people to discover more games and there's a right. wider breadth of games like with PS5 and Xbox series being backwards compatible and having all of the like hits from last generation, I just see like there are five Gears games, there are five Uncharted games, like. I, but we are getting Gears for a lot longer than we were getting Uncharted. There are. I just. My point I mean, is, honestly, there is a quantity problem at Xbox, and if they don't do something about it soon, it's going to have negative repercussions on, like we've said for ever since they announced Xbox Play Anywhere, where they added for, they started bringing their games day and date to PC, and a lot of them, if you bought them on Xbox, and now Game Pass makes it even better where you don't necessarily... Where, where you don't have to buy the games and you can play them between Xbox and PC, there are fewer and fewer reasons to get an Xbox where PlayStation is just adding more and more reasons for you to get a PlayStation. Are you saying, like, if you are already own a PC? I don't know. I, I still don't fully agree with that. Specific, I still fully... I agree with the... Xbox Microsoft needs more of their AAA gangbusters, but also it's like I feel like what Anton is saying is is limited to a very specific type of game because once again the studios have dropped games, but it's like if you look at the games uh, Sony's mostly putting out, they're mostly putting out third person action games. Yeah, they're cookie cutters. I wouldn't say cookie cutter. Right. But I'm saying is they have a there's a there's a through line with what you're getting out of the Sony games and I feel like with Microsoft yeah, you know, they they're got dropping the same character customization like the skill tree that's just the same across the board. Yeah, and then I mean, when we go into Microsoft we're getting like Age of Empires, that was a that was a release by that they published uh grounded then you get things like um, I'm being shit with my notes right now, uh, but that's that's not my point. Is there's variety? There's a, I feel like there's a wider variety in what Microsoft is attempting to give us than Sony. They still the problem still stands, but then also some of their biggest developers are in the middle of the turnaround time. Are in a, some of them are in the middle of their development turnaround time, such as Arcane and uh, 
freaking Zenimax. Yeah. I feel like at this point we're we're all just gonna talk in circles and it we're it's just gonna be the same conversation with the same points and same arguments. Do we have the next notes? Oh hey, Books Next is on Game Pass. <laughs> oh god, that Wait, game. Did you play that game, Anton? No, I still haven't played it. I yep. actually have it installed on my PS5 still, but I don't even own it. It didn't appease me. I it wasn't my cup of tea that I would even dabble into, so I Solid might, game, though. I, I mean might, now that I, I like, don't have to sleeper. buy it, I'd play it. I, I mean I got it for free on PlayStation Plus. I didn't have to buy it. Oh. So the last note that I have And we could still have room for one more thing Is Pokemon Home got an update Uh, Fate actually reminded me to add this to the notes Um, And I actually did the update on my Switch Like right before we started recording Um, It adds compatibility with Pokemon Legends Arceus And Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl um mm-hmm. so for me this is going to be an interesting chance to actually put the pokemon that I want to build a team out of into those games and really like for me you guys know like pokemon home like it was really big when it hit sword and shield and like oh, yeah. the compatibility came to those games like it was for me having access to all my Pokemon that I've had for generations and generations. Like I'm, I know for a fact, some of the games that I have in my Pokemon home came from a Game Boy Advance because they, it just let me continuously bring Pokemon forward. And now that Pokemon home is like an app that is just getting updated and like Pokemon bank was great. Like cloud storage for your Pokemon was great. Uh, Pokemon Home is it's just bringing it to a better like I can access them on my phone I can do they sorry do they keep the Pokeballs that you catch each Pokemon in yes it keeps track of like yeah so does it it, would you say it's going to keep like if you does is Legends Arceus going to work I think they have to change some yeah. of the, Here's the things Pokeballs. With it, like the yeah. Pokeball. There, mm-hmm. There's a new some Pokeball that got introduced called the Secret Ball that is in... It was in the game files for Legends Arceus and Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And what it is, is if you put a Pokemon into either of those games that has a Pokeball that's not compatible with that game, like let's say you catch something with a quick ball in Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. There's not a quick ball in Legends Arceus, so it'll be in the secret ball. But it still keeps the data on that Pokemon. So like, and actually they improved where before with Pokemon Home, if you put a Pokemon into Sword and Shield and it had a move that wasn't compatible with Sword and Shield, it would just forget that move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now what it does, it keeps track of that. So like, if you put a Pokemon into Sword and Shield, it forgets that move, whatever, and then you put it back into Home, it's still gonna have the data associated with that Pokemon that that Pokemon can use that move if that move is in another game. Does that apply? Like, 
So you put it into the game. It doesn't know that move because the game doesn't support that move. Right. With that, so that does that Pokemon no longer know? Like, say you have one move, the game doesn't support it. That Pokemon has no moves. If you teach it four moves, does that Pokemon now have five moves, or did you have to make it forget one move? Well, so the way they do it in Legends Arceus that's really interesting is mm-hmm. your moves aren't necessarily as static as they were up until now. And I think this is going to be something that they continue on with uh, Scarlet and Violet. Like, your moves, you just get it's to It's kind pick. of like a build, right? Well, you, you just, just pick when you go out on a mission. Like, yeah. I want these four. Right. You just so pick you, four out of a list of all the moves that you've learned up until this point. Oh, so you're like a wizard in D&D where you're just like... Right, I learned your spells Ember, for the day. I learned Flamethrower, and I learned Blast Burn. And I can choose to equip those three before I use that Pokemon. And right. if it learned, like... Yeah. So as you level up, like if you have no moves and you add four <coughs> moves and then you get a fifth move, you can choose to do one, two, mm-hmm. four and five. Like, and I think that's something like that was a really big improvement I noticed when playing Legends Arceus. And I think that that's something that they're going to continue on because it like, it's just so much like it's just a much better system than they've had previously in Pokemon games. Because yeah, if no, you forgot a move, and then you'd ha- you'd have to find a way, like maybe breed and get another. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily easy to re-equip Ember to your Fire Starter if at any mm-hmm. point you wanted your Fire Starter to use Ember, or Bubble if you had a Water Starter, or Razor Leaf was actually solid throughout, right? Razor Leaf. Uh, I think you learned Vine Whip first before you learned Razor Leaf. Okay, so mm-hmm. Vine. I was going to say, not everybody get Razor Leaf. All right. Yeah. I think that was just Bulbasaur. And then maybe, uh, God, Chikorita. Gen 2? Yeah, Chikorita. Not Gen 2. Chikorita. Three. Uh, Trico. 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 Yeah. He used Absorb. Yeah, he did. He was Absorb Pound, yeah. Mm-hmm. My guy. <laughs> Yeah, but quiet is kept. Nintendo's about to have a, like a really solid rest of the year. Like mm-hmm. they got Xenoblade coming up, and Xenoblade has some sicko fans, so they're going to support it. Um, they're dropping another po- mainland potentially Pokemon Bayonetta. Game. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm Splatoon not. But 3. potentially, uh, Splatoon three, of course. Yep. Pokemon. Pokemon's going to sell. Yeah, that violent, I don't yeah. know how they're cranking out all these Pokemon games. I really right. don't. Cause they just of, released Arceus, like they just released Arceus. So how are they releasing this new Pokemon game that looks way better than Arceus or we'll Arceus? See how this game runs. Like I have zero faith for the like. They're gonna figure it out. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. It uh, might look cool. The frame rate's gonna be fuzzy as shit. They need to up. I know they they Nintendo has talked about updating the uh, Switch because it is. It's holding these games back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It really is. All right. Well, does anybody have a one more thing before we wrap for the week? We actually had a pretty long episode this week. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. No, nothing. Nope. Okay. Same. 
Well, remember, you can follow us all collectively around the internet, CheesyControllerPodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Anton6Chris. You can follow me at Chef and Chris. Jalen. Wade Bishop. Madrid. Speedwagonix. All right, Faith, where can people find you? Where's the best place to keep up with you and your shenanigans? Uh, uh, well, my shenanigans, um, mostly you can pretty much follow me on Twitter at, uh, you know, Fade in the Gaming as well. Um, just Fade and then the letter N and then the number two and then Gaming. So, and most of my stuff, all social media is the same thing. So, and if you want to follow me on Twitch, I do stream Monday through Saturday as well. Uh, well, no, no, Saturday, because I work at two jobs, so, um, just catch me, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I usually, uh, around 9 p.m. Eastern time, so around 9 or 10 Eastern time, so. Well, yeah, you're somebody that I know the community can consistently hop on and watch, so, that's, like, one thing I will say is that 90% of the time I get on Twitch, like, at night, Fades live and playing something. Mm. So, oh yeah. Uh, this has been a no, it's good production. The video version is edited by Lana Twisted Mind. The audio version is edited by I Know Jones. Until next time, keep it cheesy.